0: Good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you as part of the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped to the solid rock of scripture? It is a joy to be able to come to you each day. We've had a little bit of a glitch in the uh, 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 hosting site here recently and so it's been a little bit difficult to get through but I think as a result of a cyber attack, the site was down for a little bit, but uh, now, as I understand it, it's back up and running, and uh, hopefully you are able to access these podcasts fairly easily. Uh, so I have my Bible open today, and we've been looking at this uh, this question that I presented in the last podcast, and that is, is our fear of death stopping us from really being able to live? And I commented on the fact that uh, people are more interested in living for this day, for this age, for this experience right now. They're more concerned about that than they are eternity and life after death. Uh, this is demonstrated in the point that our our scientific community and even our culture, our population at large, has become obsessed with, uh, overwhelmed with this desire to try to eliminate this issue of death. Uh, because it's not a very comfortable thing to talk about. Many in our culture don't want to. And so they throw all of their energy into living their best life now. You even have um, errant theologians, false teachers that are out there writing books about your best life now. And of course, it's only your best life if you go to hell when you die. And the fact is that this life is a great gift from the Lord and we're thankful for it and we try to use it to the best of our ability to bring honor and glory to God. But the fact is that this life is not all there is, but our world is consumed with it. Our scientific community spends enormous amount of money trying to eliminate uh, the cancers and the viruses and all of the other issues that plague a sinful, broken down humanity. Uh, We can't solve all those technical problems, and that's become evident as time goes by. Uh, But yet there is an increase of fear as a direct result, where people just live in constant hand-wringing and anxiety about this life. Even, unfortunately, many Bible-believing Christians are living just on the edge of sometimes losing their marbles because they're so fearful of uh, of, of losing this particular life. And in fact, it comes to the point I've noticed, in, uh, in, in I've been in many other churches, I, it comes to the point where I notice that there are many people who become paralyzed spiritually, paralyzed in their ability to serve the Lord and to be able to selflessly give of themselves to the ministry of the gospel, to their community, to be able to serve in their local church. There, there are many that are just paralyzed uh, because of what they've seen on the news, uh, and it has affected the... Um, ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, as many churches have experienced a tremendous downturn, not just in attendance, but they've experienced a downturn in people's involvement and engagement in the ministry of Christ, in the fellowship that they can enjoy with God's people. Uh, It has become that way. There's a suspiciousness, there's a cynicism, there is an attitude of fear that has so perpetuated uh, a paralysis in their work for the Lord. That I believe it's time for churches to begin to help people understand that it, that that the increasing fear that our news media and our uh, our our government even has has uh, perpetrated on people is come to the point where this near obsession with safety is depriving us, even as God's people, of ministering for the Lord, and so. We need to find out what the answer is to that. I mean, because no matter how hard we try, no matter how much money we spend, we cannot avoid death forever. Uh, but our fear of it does does seem to be stopping us from really being able to live. Now, be careful. I don't want you to interpret this as saying, oh, we shouldn't be careful. and We should throw all caution to the wind. That's not what I'm saying. I think we need to practice uh, good health and, and good protection. But now at the same point, there comes there comes a point of, of diminishing returns on that. Because if it's preventing me from really being able to serve God in the ministry that He's called me to as a servant and a disciple of the living Lord Jesus Christ, then I'm valuing this present existence over eternity. And I think that that's the problem. How wonderful then... That Jesus not only claimed to have the answer to death, but claimed to be the answer to death. Uh, Speaking to friends who had recently been bereaved in Jesus' ministry when he lived, he literally said to Mary Mary and Martha, he said, quote, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus claims to be the one that has defeated death. Do you understand that today? Do you grasp that? He claims that if we know and trust Him, that death will not be a full stop on the sentence of life, but merely a comma leading to the next part of the story. And if I am so intent on preserving this life right now, and and, and my existence is all about that, then I'm going to be hampered in my service for Him. Death is not a dead end but merely a gateway into a new dimension of life that's going to be fuller than you could ever possibly imagine. Uh, Yet Jesus didn't make that kind of outrageous claim. He just didn't say it. He backed it up. And it's interesting that right after he made that claim, I am the resurrection and the life, he brought back to life the man who had just died. But secondly, he came back from death itself. Uh, Many today would dismiss the claims of the resurrection as incredible. Yet, what so many fail to do is to actually look at the historical evidence for it. You can read that in several books, but once you consider the weight of historical evidence, uh, it's not the resurrection that's incredible, but all the alternative theories. As one scholar said, quote, There is a resurrection-sized hole in history that only the resurrection will fill. And I want to leave you with this thought today that those who know and trust in Jesus' death and resurrection can know hope in the face of death. We can stop with the hand wringing and the fear and the paralyzed service for the Lord. We live in a society where people are trying to save their own lives from the inevitability of death. This ought not to be pervasive in the culture of Christianity. Christians for many centuries have been known as people who gave of themselves to minister the gospel and minister the cause of Christ to our culture. We need that today. People that are unsaved need to understand that death holds no fear for those who are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yet they will only fail to avoid death. Uh, They will miss out on life too. Real life is found when we give our lives away in love and service of others. That's what's happening. I was in a church recently that this was something that perv- was pervasive in the in the mindset of the people that were there. The church was beginning to, to to suffer as a result of it. One of my all-time heroes is Jim Elliott. Some of you have heard of him. His life has had such a huge impact on our world, despite the fact that it was very short in comparison to everybody else. You'll remember, if you know anything about his life, he was killed when he was just 28 years old as he and his friends attempted to reach a remote South American tribe with the gospel. Yet ultimately, their sacrifice not only led to that tribe coming to know the love of God in Jesus Christ, it also motivated thousands of others around the world to dedicate their lives, even in perilous situations, to serving others in the way that Jim Elliot had. Not long before he died, he had written these words in his journal, quote, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose, Unquote. We can't avoid death But if through Jesus we are freed from the fear of it, then we can also be set free to really live. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. God bless you. Walk with Christ.